Welcome to 100 Proof, the podcast that empowers six and seven figure business owners and CEOs to reinvent their relationship with drinking and rediscover their happier, healthier, wealthier selves. I'm your host, Nicole Prentice. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us today. And in this episode, we are going to discuss thoughts on reintroducing drinking back into your life after a span of not drinking. Now, this is a question that a majority of my clients do ask when we start working together. Now, some clients, they are on board for sobriety and really excited about it, and others, they just want to take a break to see a new perspective. So these are my thoughts on how to best go about this and some things to keep in mind if this is what you are desiring to do. So the first thing is you have to have a span of not drinking in order to see a new perspective. So let's say if you were to just take a step back from time to time, maybe let's say not drink during the week, but then give yourself permission to drink on the weekends, or maybe take two weeks off and then drink again on the weekends, that is not enough space for you to truly step back from that habit. So if drinking is something right now that is keeping you from the happiness, success, and relationships that you desire, and you know that it's not healthy for you right now, you need to actually give yourself a chance to see what life is like without it, and also a chance to create shifts in your life in many different ways. So what I would recommend first is when you go into this journey, first it's realizing like, yes, alcohol is stopping me from what I desire to attain and to experience in life. So that's the first thing, just realizing like, okay, there has to be a shift here. And then it's really important to commit to a certain time span of not drinking. So I would recommend four months to be the smallest amount of time to not drink um, and do anywhere from like four to six months. And you can do longer if that feels good for you. But I would recommend at least four months because there are a few things that have to shift. The first thing you have to realize is, okay, in what ways are you relying on alcohol to provide something for you that it was not meant to provide in the first place? And what I mean by that, are you using alcohol as a nightly crutch to help you relieve stress and take off the pressure of the day? If you're doing that, that's something that alcohol can't do for you. Yes, in our society, we're taught that, yes, alcohol can help you relax and unwind, but given the chemical properties of alcohol, that's not true. So you have to look at, okay, what am I actually using alcohol for? And what am I designing for it to give me? And maybe this is not something that it can give to me. For instance, when I took a break um, from alcohol at first, I did six months not drinking, and of course, I stayed the course. <laughs> But I realized very quickly that when I was in social situations and I wasn't drinking, I was using alcohol to help me feel more comfortable around new people, to help me to find belonging, and to feel good about myself. So I learned very quickly that, okay, I was using this as a crutch in a way to find belonging. But the truth is, alcohol cannot give you belonging. It actually takes you away from the belonging that's truly possible for yourself and others. So that's the first thing you have to do. After you decide on a time frame that feels really good to not drink, 
start to be curious about and uncover why you were using alcohol to give you some type of outcome and what were you expecting on alcohol to do for you. So once you do that and once you uncover what it is that you're using alcohol for, think about how you can create those shifts in your life. So let's use the example of drinking after work to relieve stress. It's really important in this case to find ways that are healthy to release stress, to regulate your nervous system, and to find a way to work through your emotions instead of suppressing them and numbing them. So in this time span when you're not drinking, it's about creating change in your life so you can move forward in a way that's healthy and beneficial for you and also have the tools that you need to support yourself in every area of your life. So if it's drinking to relieve stress, it's how can you do that in a healthy way? And this is what I spend a lot of time with um, working on with my clients. It's okay, here are some tools and techniques that you can use to regulate your nervous system and to release your suppressed emotions because let's face it, there are a lot of ups in life and there are a lot of downs, a lot of lows. So it's important that you have the tools to surf the waves of life and to do so in a way that's healthy and that will help you to continue moving forward. Um, So once you're able to do that and to take this break and actually to create shifts in your life, you'll start to notice that things change. You'll start to feel better, have more energy. You'll start to feel better about yourself because you're actually creating change in a way that's helping you to address something that has needed to be addressed for a long time. So if you have been drinking for, let's say, 30 years, within those 30 years, if you have never learned how to release your suppressed emotions or how to regulate your nervous system, this is a really big shift. So if you spend the time actually learning and getting support and how to do this, and instead of numbing, actually giving space to your emotions and allowing yourself to learn from them and to release them so you can move forward, I mean, just think about this. This is going to create so much change in your life in all the best ways, in your career, in your relationships, and how you feel about yourself and how you can show up. And once you start to do this, your life will change. And the desires that you had before about drinking every night to relieve stress, that won't be there because what will happen is you will know that there's a better way to deal with this. It will feel better in your body and you'll want to continue on that path because that's a desirable path. So when you have that time frame of not drinking, it's so important that you're actually doing something proactive within that time frame. Yes, not drinking is huge and I don't want to discount that. But you have to be willing to take this time and space to actually create a change in your life that will help you to move forward in a way that supports you and helps you to create change in your life that will allow you to experience what is that you actually desire. So once you're doing this and really learning the tools that you need to release your suppressed emotions and being curious and conscious about what benefit you believe you are receiving from alcohol and actually addressing it in a healthy way. Once you do that for a time span, let's say it's the six months after that six months comes up, I invite you to ask yourself like, okay, do I genuinely feel like alcohol can support me or give me a form of enjoyment that is not available to me in any other way? So that's a question I want you to ask yourself moving forward. 
does drinking support me and where I desire to go? And also, does it give me a form of enjoyment that I'm not able to access any other way? So those are two main parts I'd love for you to sit with and truthfully reflect on. Now, if you're saying like, okay, yes, it would give me a form of enjoyment. Think about why that is. And it's really important to have conversations around this with someone that you trust, maybe a mentor or a coach, and really truthfully think about, is this just based on your programming or is this actually what's true for you? Because when I answer that question, that question shifted for different points of my journey. So for example, when I was last summer before my sister's wedding, I was like, oh man, (laughs) it would be great just to have one glass of wine. And (laughs) I had a conversation with my mentor and I'm like, okay, so at that point I was sober for about a little over a year. And I told her like, I mean, I love the path I'm on. I'm so happy and life has never been this good but I want to have a glass of wine at my sister's wedding. She said, okay, let's unpack that a bit. And I was able to realize that I wanted to have a drink because I I felt like that would give me belonging. And I was like, oh my gosh, Nicole. (laughs) In the beginning of my journey, when I first stopped drinking, um, I was sober for about a month and I had a drink when I went out to a yoga event with my friends because I felt like I needed to drink to belong. And after that event, I realized... No, not at all. That was something that came from my insecurities, but it was not at all my truth. So there was that same fear coming back again when it came to the wedding. And I realized like, okay, I know how to find belonging. I know how to have conversations with people to actually know them better and be in a deeper relationship with them. And that's what I did during the wedding. I focused on like actually having conversations with my family members, learning about them, enjoying that time. And I had the best time. And sometimes we just have to try something sober for the first time to realize how amazing it can be when we're not drinking. So it's so important throughout your journey to ask yourself this question time and time again and to see what comes up and to be very truthful and honest with yourself and to be open to exploring how amazing life actually can be when you're not drinking. But in order to experience that, you have to try this for yourself. So at the end of the day, it is completely up to you if reintroducing alcohol back into your life after a span of not drinking is something that's beneficial for you. Now, I have had some clients who have done this, and they have done so in a way where it's healthy. And when I say healthy, What's important to realize is that their whole life shifted when we worked together. They were not the same person as they were before. And because of the work that we did together, it's they could not go back to the patterns that they were in before because they see so clearly how they fell into those patterns, how they were not benefiting them, and they're on such a better path. And once you're on a path that feels so good for you, you have that motivation to keep going. And once you create all these shifts and you're this new person with new habits, you're not showing up the same way that you were before, right? Like coming home every day after work and drinking to relax, that doesn't sound good at all. Oh my gosh, no, that sounds like an awful waste of time. And also hangovers, not worth it. So when you show up as this new version, you learn how to, for instance, 
really stressed and the pressure of the day without drinking, you don't rely on that anymore. So I have had clients who reintroduce drinking and it's maybe once or twice a month in social occasions. Now I've talked about this in other episodes, but there are two reasons why people drink. It's either to use it as a way to socialize and have fun with family or friends or to cope and numb. And now when people realize that drinking is not benefiting them and getting in the way of the life that they desire, it's because they're using drinking to cope and numb. And that was the case for me. Now, if you're reintroducing drinking back into your life, it's important that you do it for the reason of to be social and to have fun. So use it as something that is a treat or can bring some type of benefit to your life. Now, every step of the way, it's so important that you ask yourself like, okay, is this beneficial for me? And if at any case that changes, you can always always change your relationship with alcohol. You can always reevaluate and make a shift. The great thing is that we are humans. We're constantly evolving and changing. And your relationship with alcohol can evolve and adjust and change with you as well. As long as you are being very conscious of why you are drinking if you decide to do so and also be conscious of if it's something that supports you and if it doesn't think about okay what can i do instead and if you think it does think about how you can do so in a way that is still beneficial for you and to help you and to do so in a way that will help you to move forward all right so those are my thoughts on reintroducing drinking back into your life after not drinking. And I also want to bring a side thought here is be open to how amazing life can be. Because I know when I first stopped drinking, I'm like, this isn't going to last. (laughs) Quitting drinking was easy. I just stopped once I decided not to for six months. But the four months into those six months, my life changed in the most amazing ways. And I had, I have clients that experience the same thing. They start a journey saying like, yeah, I'm going to reintroduce it. And then after the time in sobriety, they're like, Nicole, this is amazing. I want to keep going. So allow yourself to be open to how amazing life can be and all the opportunities that are truly available for you when you stop drinking. And I think that you will be pleasantly surprised in a number of ways. Thank you for listening to a hundred proof available on Spotify and Apple podcasts. If this episode has been valuable for you, please leave a review below. I'll see you next time.